Hello everyone and welcome to the House of Lotus podcast, a platform dedicated to spiritual research and development. This podcast is meant to throw a little bit of light onto the path of each one of us and hopefully assist each of our listeners to take their own next step. With good intentions and one eye always on our truth, please remain open to what lies ahead. From my heart to yours and from my mind to yours, may our spirit show us the way. On this episode, we shall talk about the second chakra, called the sacral or hara, our emotional nature, and the physiological, psychological and spiritual functions of this orange energy center. Please take a deep breath, relax and enjoy. The chakras are energy centers within our bodies, each corresponding to their own physical, emotional, mental and spiritual functions, all of them interconnected. The seven main chakras are aligned with our spine and they separate our consciousness into seven aspects or seven planes. The first one is our root chakra, located at the base of the spine. It is the center responsible for our connection with the physical realm and the physical body, wherein lie our sense of safety, strength and stability, as well as issues of our survival, our home, food, money and work. When we have worked with the energies of the first chakra to accumulate a sense of security and of what our needs are, we can more easily open up to the higher chakras. The second chakra, upon which we will focus on this episode, is called the Hara, or Sacral Chakra, and is located at the sacrum, three or four fingers below the navel, shining orange light. Herein lie our feelings and emotional body, our desires, sexuality, creativity and spontaneity as well as our ability to move with the flow, like the water, which is the element of this chakra. As it is associated with water and the fluidity of our emotions, this energy center is also responsible for all liquids in our bodies, like the blood, lymph, gastric fluids and the semen. The kidneys for the liquids regulation and cleansing and the urinary bladder to let them go. Mind you, the meridians of the kidneys and urinary bladder are connected with the previous chakra as well, creating a link between the sense of safety we experience in the root chakra with our capacity to dare feel our emotions. It is also responsible for the assimilation system, the movement of the digested food molecules into the cells of the body to be utilized accordingly similarly to how we can take any experience and make it part of our consciousness. The sacral chakra is also connected with our sexual desires and therefore the gonads, the glands responsible for the production of our gametes and sex hormones, and the whole reproductive system and its organs, our literal creative capacity. 
The meridians corresponding to this center are those of the pericardium, also referred to as the one for circulation, and the triple burner, which has to do with our hormones and the endocrine system. The physical sense of this chakra is taste. Similarly, our taste in general, our likes and dislikes, are under the influence of these chakras' energies. Being aware of our desires, what we enjoy or not, and the way we deal with acquiring or consuming the object of our desires will reflect on the condition of this center and how conscious we are of our emotions in general or at any given moment. A developed sacral chakra allows us to accept our emotions, feel them for what they are, understanding how they change, flowing in our perception as we and our environment changes. This capacity to be conscious of our feelings and the experience they produce is one that we develop throughout our lives, beginning with childhood and whether we were free as children to carry them out. For example, we may still hold beliefs even subconsciously, registered within us by our parents or teachers of things that we are not supposed to be feeling or like. For example, some of us may have grown in an environment where liking a certain color or music or toys may have been seen as inappropriate. Or maybe being sensitive was considered a weakness. Or even the exact opposite, we were never to be angry because that would mean we are not good people. But emotions are not something we can choose to have or not. They are something we experience, a response to what is taking place around us, and therefore we cannot have power over whether they are awakening us or not. What we can have power over is the way we act on them. For example, it is okay to be sad or disappointed or jealous. We can take some time with any emotion, stay with it, trace it back to its roots, really make sense of what triggered it, and therefore create the space for us to deal with it and determine our subsequent behavior. We may find then that maybe we were jealous because we felt overlooked, or we were disappointed because of certain expectations that were not met. And we can continue in the same manner to examine and understand what it is that we truly feel. We should only remember to bring in our observation a sense of kindness and acceptance in order to feel safe to be honest with ourselves, knowing that whatever emotion we find, it is okay that we experienced it. When we accept it and understand what it may tell us about our inner condition, we can let it go, holding the lesson to use thereafter. If we tend to avoid it or deny it altogether, its energy may remain stuck in us, becoming heavier in our subconsciousness until it colors our behavior and perception without even knowing it. Even then, when we become aware of such tendency to avoid our emotions, we can observe it with kindness and acceptance as well. It is okay that we did that, and there was certainly a reason for it. 
probably to avoid guilt or feeling unpleasantness. So, we should treat our avoidance or denial the same. Just observe it, acknowledge it, and follow its roots within to understand why it came up in the first place. We can then let go of it, with no need to burden ourselves with self-punishing thoughts and more dense emotions. In the same manner, our tastes, what we like, is not something we choose. It is physical chemistry in our bodies and it is energy of higher planes at work. So, we have a right to our emotions and we have a right to our likes and dislikes as everyone else. Just remember that this is the second chakra. It is safer to work with it when we have already examined the first one, our root chakra, where we can become aware of our needs so that we don't fulfill our wants at the expense of our needs. For example, if we like to eat a specific kind of food, it won't do us any good if we know that it is bad for us and therefore doesn't suit our needs. We still have a right to like it, but we also know how to act on our desire. It is the same when we like a person. If that person is unwilling or incapable to give us what we need, we may choose to stay away. What helps our sacral chakra then is allowing ourselves to experience our emotions, consciously letting them flow within us as the vitalizing energy of a clean stream of water. Letting them unexamined is like still water in a pond, creating impurities and spoiling the water. Being mindful of our emotions, allowing ourselves to experience them, gives us a great deal of information. Our emotions are created as a response to what happens to us or around us. Through them, we can get feedback, discover how certain situations or people or behaviors have an effect on us, and therefore we can decide what to do thereafter. Maybe we need to reevaluate what we allow in our lives, or we may reason with them to see whether an emotion was created by a misunderstanding, a difference between our perception of what took place in relation to what actually happened. Letting our emotions elude our conscious mind does not mean that they don't still affect us. The energy they generate does affect our experience, whether we know it or not. And whenever we are trying to escape them, either consciously or not, we may turn to the object of our desires, consuming it in excess degree to give ourselves something we enjoy in order to cover what we don't. For example, when there is an emotion we don't want to feel, we may throw food on top of it letting the energies of our sacral chakra be busy with food instead of feelings. Or the exact opposite, we may stop eating altogether in an attempt to close down all aspects of this chakra. If this tendency continues in our lives, 
it may create a normalcy of trying to find something to distract us from our emotions, and therefore creating an imbalance in our desires and form addictions of whatever nature. What we consume, our food and drinks, fall within the scope of this chakra. They are therefore deeply connected with our emotions. How we eat and what we eat will inform us of the state of our sacral center and the way we tend to deal with our emotions. The quality of our food, if we eat too fast or too much, or taking our time to enjoy our lunch, giving our bodies the time to process it, are all reflections of our emotional state, either in general or at a specific moment. So, next time you eat something, bring your awareness to the amount and quality of your food, as well as the way you consume it, and consider what it might tell you for the way you deal with your emotions. Remember to turn within with a state of kindness and acceptance. The point of becoming aware of how we function in this world is not to find things to feel bad about or reasons to punish ourselves, but to facilitate understanding that will help us grow and develop. The sacral chakra balances the energies of the third eye chakra. This means that our emotional state affects our perception, what we can bring to our awareness, either from the physical plane or higher realms. This we can see carried out in everyday life and spiritual experiences as well. Depending on our emotional condition, we may understand an event very differently than we would normally do. Similarly, when we try to contact higher realms or raise our consciousness, when not aware of our feelings, our perception will be clouded, and what we think we see will be based on what we feel instead of reality. We have mentioned again and again in our episodes that spiritual development cannot occur without the development of the personality. Matters of the earthly plane or denser nature, like emotions, should not be overlooked in our impatience to experience spiritual dimensions, for they are tightly connected in our consciousness. It is the transmutation of the personality and its issues that will allow a realignment towards impulses from the soul, not the other way around. In our sacral chakra lies our ability to connect with the dance of creation. Through awareness of our emotions and the development of this center, we can come in contact with the joy that is the creative energies of the universe, see it all around us in nature, and understand that as our feelings are responses in relation to others, creative forces are based on the fluid interaction between the feminine and masculine energies existing in various degrees around us, but ever balancing in the whole picture of nature. This principle of creation is expressed in humans through this center, with our creative abilities in all manners. Maybe we are artists, writers, actors or dancers. Everything that employs 
our creativity and our ability to tap into that aspect of us lies with the sacral chakra, bringing forth an amalgamation of the creative forces within us, the connection of our masculine and feminine energies. In heterosexual couples, this can also be expressed literally, when through the sexual act, the creative outcome of that interconnectedness may be a child. Sex and sexuality, as well as sensuality, also lie in this orange center, connected with our emotional nature and hormones in the body. The whole spectrum of degrees of feminine and masculine energies that we may embody finds expression here in our sexuality, our preferences and the way we enjoy sex. The ability to express it and feel comfortable with our sexuality as adults, the joy that it is to interact with the energies of another, either in general with a non-physical way, but in the sexual act as well, is also developed here, beginning in our childhood and intensified during our teenage years. The way we have experienced our parents interact with each other or with us, whether they were comfortable to give a hug or a touch and be tender, dance and express their emotions in a healthy way, or whether they were reserved in their emotional expression will form the archetypes of what we should be like as well. And thereafter come the more specific principles that may have been passed on to us. Maybe that sex is a form of sin, or that we should only have certain preferences, with our sexual desires directed only in a certain way or sex. Closing our ability to accept our sexuality and sensuality can cause restrictions in carrying it out, and therefore lead us to express it only through fantasies. Fantasizing alone, with no means to experience our desire, can lead us to further blockage that will ultimately come rushing out in damaging ways. Maybe we cannot enjoy sex, or need to bring into it power plays reflecting the restrictive control we try to impose on ourselves. When we become aware of such tendencies, our emotions, desires and sexual experiences, and accept them with kindness and understanding, they can become a thing of joy, instead of unsafety, guilt or unpleasantness. We can then open up and become free to be spontaneous capable to move with and adapt to the flow of change as one emotion transforms into another, allowing a vitalizing fluidity within us that energizes and brings joy in our lives. When working with the sacral chakra, we can notice certain issues connected with our emotional nature or the physical parts it is connected to, that help guide us to specify the matter that needs our attention. We may observe our addictions and our desires, tracing them back to their roots. Do they truly bring us joy and invite uplifting energies in our lives, 
or are they the outcome of fear or pain or anything else we wish to distance ourselves from, keeping us busy, always running towards the satisfaction of a so-called desire? We may also notice our tendencies towards food or thoughts and issues around sex or experience blockage in our creativity. Sleep, our sleeping habits or the need for it can also be an indication of the condition of this chakra because during sleep we experience and live out our feelings in the emotional plane. We may also examine our relationship with water, whether we are afraid of the sea or swimming in deep water, an indication of our attitude towards the depth of our feelings. This can all give us a glimpse of the state of our sacral chakra. And when we find any tension or imbalance, we can trace it further within, examine how it affects us and what issues it may have caused throughout our lives to understand and heal or transmute it. And there are certain ways that can support us to connect with the more refined energies of our chakras. We may wear clothes of their color, hold or meditate with the crystal associated with them, smell essential oils or go out to aspects of nature that resemble their element. In using them, please know that they are never a substitute for conscious examination of the self either by ourselves or with the help of a friend, a guide or a therapist. Not does it replace medical advice, but it can support us through working with our issues. So, we can go out to the sea. We may swim in it, aware of what emotions rise in us while in the water, or connect with its movement and the sound of waves, allowing them to smooth our experience in the moment and facilitate our introspection. We can also stay with the moonlight, especially during full moon, which helps bring light into our subconsciousness. Fun activities, and especially dancing, moving with the music, helps us connect to the fluidity of this center and experience it within us while carrying it out. We can also use the color orange or the music note D. The crystal best associated with the general aspects of this center is carnelian, and we can meditate with it or have it with us to help us be in touch with our emotions. The essential oil of sandalwood can also help us connect with the spiritual interaction of feminine and masculine energies that result in creativity, while a langilang can activate our playfulness and sensuality. Let us now sum up. The sacral chakra is the second of the seven main energy centers located at the area of the pelvis. Following the first chakra and our physical nature, this orange center corresponds to our emotional body and nature. Herein lie our tastes, our desires and creativity, and the ability to be spontaneous, joyfully connected with the universal dance of creation. Food, sex and the arts all fall within the scope of functions on this chakra, 
and the way we experience and tend to deal with them will reflect on its condition. Being mindful of our feelings, understanding what caused them and allowing them to flow within us like crystal clear water allows us to be safe in experiencing them all and flow in harmony with the universe. So, we can work on our skill for awareness, the capacity for observation, and take care of what we find. Allow yourselves to stay with the body, emotions, desires, and all the sensations caused by them and pleasure. Enfold yourselves with kindliness and acceptance along your path, and be honest with yourselves. And always ask for assistance whenever you need it. For all that we find within us and subsequently understand will be one more step towards the development of our chakras and the whole of our personality, the vessel for the soul to express itself through. So, now, focus on the present moment, this precious moment. With your next inhalation and every new breath, bring your consciousness to your experience in the now to what you find within you and all around you. Enfold yourselves with kindliness and acceptance, reassuring that whatever you find is okay. With your intention, bring your awareness to your orange sacral chakra, three or four fingers beneath the navel. See its energy swirl with emotions. Take a deep breath, and allow it to calm down. Slow down, like waves calmly reaching the shore. Remember that the sea changes. Serenity turns to storm, and storm returns back to silence. Change is a part of life, and it's okay. Observe the difference in your state as you stay with your feelings. If at any time your experience becomes too intense, bring your awareness back to a deep breath and return to your feelings when you are ready. You can just stay with them or choose one to become conscious of. Trace it back to its roots to examine and understand it, knowing that whatever it is, it's okay. It is not you, but only a feeling you experience at this moment. Take a deep breath, allowing the vitalizing fluid energy to fill your consciousness. Exhale with the affirmation, I feel. Thank you very much for listening to the House of Lotus podcast. If you have enjoyed the episode, please consider supporting the show by following, sharing it with like-minded people, or becoming a patron to enjoy special rewards and extra content. You can find more about us on our website, thehouseoflotus.eu. Thank you, and enjoy your present. Mm-hmm.